The Realm Tree. Episode 19, Pressure. For several days after exiting the Crystal Palace, Nadine started scribbling in the margins of her books on magic even as we walked. She only took breaks when the way forward had to be traversed by climbing. To make sure she didn't run into any branches or trip on roots, Daisy and I walked next to her, linking her arms to ours while she wrote and crossed out equations. Okay, can you try explaining what you're working on to me again, Nadine? I'm not totally sure I got it before. And simpler terms would be great. I don't think anyone else knows what a cryomantic-based displacement spell is. I get the gist, but the mechanics are foreign to me as well. Sure. The key word here is spell. There's a difference between magic and spells. Magic is a burst of energy from a jewel... Spells are more complicated to execute, but can last a long period of time if done properly. I'm trying to create something new that I can fight with. (gasps) So you're making a weapon! Under the high pressure of our fight against Ernest, I was able to fire a concentrated bolt of energy from my lightning cube, instead of just releasing the contained element. I've tried replicating it, but the results have never been as precise. So, I want to use a spell to create a device that can reliably produce the same attack. Whoa! Okay, I get it now. You're gonna shoot elements! Yes. I really hate to admit it, but I'm using my brother's ice bullet technique as a base. That's awesome! I want a weapon! Your whole body is a weapon, mate. Yeah, but it's not the same. Imagine if I had a big rock sword or something. That would be so cool. I just don't have the magical know-how to make it. We can try and help you make a big rock sword, Rondell. Yeah, what are friends for? The light energy I control isn't the same as stone, but I can help you with the construction. Stone is a more stable element, probably. The problem is making it sharp, you know? I guess I could make a big stick to hit people with or something. (gasps) Or a giant fist! Well, you have an incredible imagination. I'm sure you'll think of something. Whatever it is, I'll happily help you test it out. We can all be training buddies. Oh, hell yeah! Alright, I'll let you know what I come up with, Merc. I'll be looking forward to it. We only have, like, eight days left in the test, right? That's correct. Guys, that's one more week together as a team! We're almost there, but it's kind of sad in a way. But once we all have wings, we can visit each other whenever we want. No solstice this, or equinox that. We can just fly over the realm barriers ourselves. Best pals forever! Do you think if Talia has Jinx fused to her when she gets her wings, all the tiny jewels on her back will get their own wings? Good question. Thoughts, Jinx? Never in my thousands of years of living has a thought like that crossed my mind. Your friend is something else. (laughs) Tiny wings. Attention! Fairies within the realm tree, we have an urgent announcement. My father's voice suddenly boomed through the tree. Due to unforeseen circumstances, Your time to complete the test has been shortened. You have three days to complete your trial. We apologize for any inconvenience. All fairies who fail to reach the apex of the tree within the new allotted time will not receive wings. Fight hard and stay true. Did he just say what I think he said? Probably. Three days? To get to the top? He just shaved almost a whole week off. For what reason? Because he's terrible. All right, let's not waste any time and get moving now. Mantalia, your dad still sucks. I know. No use dwelling on it. Hey, Talia. Yeah, Nadine? How would you feel about carrying me again? After rolling my ankle, I think I'm... 
a little afraid of running. More than usual? Yeah, more than usual. It's sort of a mental thing now. I can try and work through it if I need to. I mean, this is probably best if we need to move fast. We can trade off carrying her. I have a better idea. And one that's easier on the lower back. You see, Nadine's not the only one who's been working on something new. Something to do with those new golden wisps of yours? In a way, yes. Lex stepped back and took a deep breath, glowing with a fiery aura. See, I always thought that my powers worked first by creating flames in the form of wisps, and then controlling them. Pyromancy and then fire manipulation. After my brush with death, I realized there was more than that. I'm not creating the wisps. I'm summoning them. Lex gathered golden energy between his hands, his arms shaking from the force. He exploded the fire outwards. In front of us stood six glowing deer made of shining fire. Whoa. Yo, that's awesome! Can we ride them? Like ponies? Horses, Daisy. Is there a difference? There is, and yes, we can ride them. That's why there's six of them. They're sturdier than actual deer and shouldn't have any issues supporting us. Lex hoisted himself on top of one of the center deer and brushed its antlers. They won't burn you unless I tell them to. Don't be shy. I hesitantly touched one of the deer. It wasn't totally solid, but not pure energy either. When I jumped on top of it, I sunk into its body for a moment before I jiggled into place in the center of its back. This is wild. I really have you to thank for this, Talia. Me? No, the other Talia. Yes, you! You're always very friendly with your cat. I I mean, Jinx. So the other night, I tried communicating with my wisps and not just issuing orders. Rondell, you look like you have a question. Yeah. What are you talking about? He's not just creating fire. He's summoning sentient beings. Your little fireball buddies can think for themselves? It seems so. I don't know if they're a manifestation of my own will or spirits summoned from another dimension. But it lets me be far more flexible with them. Case in point, these rideable fire creatures so Nadine doesn't have to run. I have never ridden an animal before. You can ride with me if you're nervous. My control of the deer I'm on will be the most precise. I'm not sure. Only if you're comfortable with it. All right. Why not? Lex snapped his fingers to make the sixth deer disappear, then helped Nadine onto the back of his. We all climbed onto a mount of our own. Fire from the deer's necks and antlers morphed into bridles and reins for us to hold. Where should I, um, hold on? Not around my shoulders. You could choke me if we stop too fast. Hold tightly onto my waist and let me know if there are any issues whatsoever. We need to move fast, but I want to make sure this is a smooth journey. Cool. Nadine, red in the face, carefully wrapped her arms around Lex's waist. Me and Daisy met each other's eyes and smiled impishly. All right. Ready, everyone? All set. Good to go! Let's do this! <laughs> um, thanks for helping me out. Alex. Let's go! The deer broke into a full, graceful run, rocking us on their backs while we blazed a trail through the tree. The walls of bark and roots rushed by, Jinx tucked safely under my arm. Lex looked most comfortable riding, even with Nadine clinging to him as if her life depended on it. Lex, there's a chasm up ahead! It's too long to jump! What if that's the way forward? We can make it! No, what? Hang on, everyone! The blazing deer sped up and kicked off the ground. Their legs continued to kick and run even in the air as we sailed over the chasm. Ah! They can fly? Did you forget these aren't actual animals? With a little bit of a running start, gravity means nothing! <laughs> you got us good, Lex. As long as we keep this pace, it'll be smooth sailing from here. 
What was that? It sounded like a big bird! Big bird? Wait, you don't think- That's him. It's Falka. I turned around and saw the giant owl from the start of the tree gliding down towards our group. Its almost skeletal body left a terrifying shadow on the ground behind us as it picked up speed. You vermin. You think you could get away with this? Pathetic fairies. All of you scum. Scum! Your deaths will be painful as I slit your throats and crush your skulls beneath my talons. I like this guy way better when he didn't talk. Jinx, can you calm him down? Valka, my brother, listen. These fairies are good and are helping us defeat the evil that hunts us down. Please, use your strength somewhere else. Jinx, my sister, you are naive. No fairy can be trusted. Niket is dead. And they killed her. These young fairies are not responsible for her death and can be allies in our fight. Killing them will solve nothing. Please, Valka. There's something bigger than all of us happening. The barrier is down. Please! She has been murdered and her power taken by a fairy that shares the same blood of the boy who killed Mia the Gentle. Those little rats escaped my pursuit. And until I find them, your friends will do nicely to satiate my vengeance! We all heard that, right? No need to translate? Yeah, he was screaming in all our heads. Subtlety's never been his thing. You have my permission to knock some sense into him. Whoa! Wait! I don't know how to punch while riding this thing! I should have worked on that big stick design sooner! Lex, look out! Volka flapped his wings and sailed higher before dive-bombing the center of our path. Daisy and I used our deer to dodge to one side, Mercury and Rondell to the other, while Lex turned around on his seat and shot two fiery shapes at Volka. His golden wisps took the form of two wingless female fairies. They spiraled around Volka as he approached. In a tornado of flame, the owl was lit ablaze. Ha! I remembered your weakness! Did you just summon two pretty girls? Correction! Two hot girls, because fire! Idiot vermin! I have learned from our previous encounter. As our deer charged ahead, the blazing form of Volka spun while he screeched, a massive amount of dirt from the tree rising from the ground and twisting around him. The soil totally smothered the flames, and he flew at us again. Makes sense! He's a terramancer. Any more ideas? No! Lex, these deer don't really follow the laws of gravity, right? Can you make them appear wherever you want? Mostly unaffected by gravity. And yes, I can make them disappear and reappear. Good enough. Cover me. I veered my deer off to the side and rode up the side of the tree's inner trunk. The deer gracefully charged upwards in a straight line. Jinx fused into my back and I let myself drop. I kicked powerfully off the wall and flew with the owl, crackling with dark energy. My spear stabbed into his side with the help of Jinx's strength. He screeched and I swung down, hanging onto it as we both fell. Lex! I kicked off the owl to yank my spear out of him and fell on top of my burning deer, summoned beneath me by Lex. Claws made from stone shot out of Valka's wings and wrapped around me. He lifted me off my mount into the air. Traitor, vermin, you die. Die! He hoisted me up to slam me to the ground. Talia! In a flash of light, Mercury was on top of his head. What? Surprise. Mercury stabbed a light sword down into Valka. Uh! 
It didn't go deep into his hard body, but it forced him to drop both me and Mercury onto the ground. We both stood up quickly, and I noticed blood drip from Mercury's nose. Are you alright? <laughs> it's fine. I just teleported. You can what? It's how I escaped Era and Callum when we were underground. It has some bad side effects. I can't safely do it again for at least a few days. The ground shook as Volca landed in front of us and revealed a jagged wingspan. Fury burned in his eyes. This is... He reared back to strike. We braced ourselves. Release! Then a bolt of blue and red energy shot through him with a booming sound. Next a yellow bolt tore through him and then another red one. From their force and speed, they left holes even in his resilient body. He wobbled backwards. Mercury and I turned around. There we saw Nadine standing on top of Lex's deer, wielding a giant bow made almost entirely out of crackling blue and white energy. The bow consisted of straight lines of this energy, with permafrost cubes as the joints that held it together. Each one sparked in a different color. Nadine pulled back another pulsing arrow of energy and aimed. You... Vermin! Release! She shot it through the owl's head. It crumpled to the ground, twitching and unconscious. My word, it's still alive! Volka's the most resilient of us. I don't even know if he can be killed with force alone. Oh, good news for my conscience then. Daisy and Rondell rode their deer over to us. Daisy lifted me onto hers, and Rondell lifted Mercury onto his. They caught up with Lex and Nadine, and we continued to gallop through the tree, leaving the unconscious body of the Autumn Spirit behind us. <sighs> I'm sorry we had to do that, Jinx. It's alright. I hope one day he comes to his senses. Should we worry about leaving him there? While the rest of us hide from those who hunt us, Valka fought them head on. He took quite a number of lives. Whoa. Now, I'm worried about Niket's powers. When a beast dies, their power, in the form of a flame, can be taken. Like how I share my powers with you, but by force. I don't know what happened to Mir's power when he was killed eight years ago, since Valka killed the Nightboy in return. It sounds like Niketz was taken by his sibling. Eight years ago? Jinx, what did that Nightboy look like? Let's see... Black hair and grey eyes. A bit moody. Shadow powers. That's... Saya's brother. Oh no... We spent the rest of the day riding, scenery rushing by as our deer leapt across the ground in air. When it was time to make camp, Lex petted each of his spirits before snapping them away. We all sat quietly around the fire. Hey, I have something to tell you all. What's up, Tal? There's something I haven't mentioned. Because I was hoping it wasn't true. Do you remember the Night Realm girl on Sunshine's team that I fought way earlier in the test? The sad-looking one? Yeah. She had the power to control people through their shadows with threads. Shadow stitching is the name of the technique. Okay... Do you remember how Malthus said those second jewels were attached to him and his friends by the jewel hunters? After they woke up? They woke up with them stitched on, right? Oh. Oh! Do you think that girl is working with the jewel hunters? Or maybe all of Sunshine's team is working on their side. No, not all of them. Nicholas wouldn't, at least. He's annoying, but he wouldn't get involved in ripping the jewels out of fairies' backs. We can't rule it out, at least in Sai's case. I haven't known anyone else our age who can shadow stitch. If that's the case, Nadine can show what for with that fancy new bow, eh? Yeah, those elemental arrows were dope! I'll be happy if I figure out something half as cool with my magic. It's still a work in progress. 
And I'm completely out of electricity cubes now. I'll just double down on fire arrows if Lex will help me by supplying the flames I need. For you? Anything. What I'm confused about is this new time limit. We're lucky we have Lex and his new mounts right now. But this is an unreasonable restriction that surely ended the chances of many other teams throughout the tree. It's like we're supposed to fail. Ugh, there's so much we don't understand. And yet you still insist on being a thorn in our side. My body fell to the ground, too heavy to move. My muscles tensed and struggled, but I couldn't get more than my head up. A trickle of blood dropped down my cheek, scraped by the log I was forced off of. I looked around and saw everyone else on my team thrown to the ground as well. Three figures stepped into the firelight. Aristratus, Callum Thorne, and the massive figure of Jonathan Hale. <sighs> you three! Hello again, Talia Wick. And Nadine. <clears throat> Eat shit, Jonathan. Ooh, watch your language, please. Callum strolled over to Nadine and stepped hard on her back. <laughs> Should we start with this one, Era? No. Interrogating her could take some time. In order to get all of the useful information out of her mind, it would take days of torture and truth powder. You leave her alone! And this one is just insignificant. No. I think we should start with one that would truly hurt dear Talia Wick. Era turned her red eyes to Daisy. She raised one of her hands, pointing a palm out to her side towards a nearby boulder. I wield the powers of enhanced gravity manipulation under a second duel. Before I received this enhancement, I was weak. I had to maintain concentration by not moving. I could only slow fairies down. I became nauseous if I held it for too long. But now, the world is nothing but dust to me. Era clenched her fist, and the force of gravity crushed the boulder into powder. Uh. Talia Wick, Mercury Chase, and Nadine Christel. You will be the ones we take time to interrogate. Callum will loosen your mind with his powers. Jonathan will drive ice picks into your limbs until you tell us everything we need to know. And I will decide when your pain will end. But you other three? You're as good as... Still standing, Era pointed her palm to Daisy's head. Daisy! Daisy, no! Hey, Tal! Remember how my power works? What? Biomancy! The magical strengthening and enhancement of the body's natural functions. Sometimes for healing, sometimes for making you stronger! Daisy started to glow green. Her body shook while she forced herself up onto her hands and knees. Interesting. Should I stab her? No. She's strong, but she's not strong enough to fight my gravity. What if you happen to get a little distracted? What? Moving like a shadow, Jinx leapt out of a nearby bush and clawed Era's face. She darted over to me. Jonathan brandished his scythe, and in a second of Era's distraction, Daisy, glowing green, shot up from the ground with an uppercut to her jaw. Era! Don't get distracted, Jonathan! Daisy glowed again. Power pulse! A flash of green energy burst out of Daisy. As it hit my body, I suddenly felt strong enough to resist the strength and gravity holding me down. We all stood up, strengthened by Daisy's magic. 
Lex kept Jonathan back with his new golden fire, hot enough to continue burning despite his aura of cold. Nadine drew her bow and pointed it at Callum, who backed up nervously. Pretend little! Mercury dashed over to Era and flashlight directly in her eyes. Ah! Don't be fooled by her hand motions. She didn't need those for me before. She can use her eyes to activate those powers. Misleading! How clever! Daisy had her arms at her sides, green energy flowing from her fingertips into the five of us. I felt the scrape on my cheek heal. Glowing with increased speed and power, Rondell took a swing at Callum, who dodged both his punch and an arrow from Nadine. He blew powder into Rondell's face as he dodged back, who inhaled it. <laughs> Lyndon was so pretty it confused me! <laughs> Oopsie. Thought that was poison powder, not truth powder. Jonathan sliced through one of Lex's wisps and took several strides forward. He forcefully grabbed his arm with a giant hand so cold it burned through his sleeve. Uh, Lex, no! Nadine angrily fired a red arrow at Jonathan, who released Lex to dodge it. Eyes up, sweetie. In return, Callum double somersaulted over to Nadine and kicked down on her head as he landed. Mercury and I engaged Era, dashing back and forth to avoid the bursts of gravity around us. They were strong enough to leave craters in the ground, but we dodged them and moved towards her. We took turns kicking and slashing at her. She would force one of our arms to the ground with her eyes, but the other of us would strike her with our kicks, causing her to lose focus and release her power. We continued to drive her back as she used a mix of gravity powers and her own grounded martial arts to keep us at bay. Enough! Hera swung her arm wildly, and we were all blown back by a sideways blast of gravity. We skidded onto the ground and stared down the three of them. Hera's red eyes bore through me. Accept your insignificant fate. Your lives and jewels belong to us. You are all but pawns in a larger game. And you, Talia Wick, you are a powerless failed pawn! <sighs> Stop talking! You don't know a thing about who we are! Rondell slammed his fists into the ground and yanked them out just as quickly. A full wall of stone shot up from the ground between us and the jewel hunters. It then lurched forward onto them. Rondell, that was the best rock moving you've done yet! They were annoying me! The fallen wall started to crack. They'll be out any second! Move! Hold up! Rondell took a moment to collapse another stone wall onto the jewel hunters, then joined us in our dash. Ha ha ha! Good work, team. Daisy, when did you upgrade your power aura to affect other fairies? I didn't. I just calmed myself with some deep breaths and figured I could do it. It felt right. Same here with that terramancy. It just felt right. I want to kiss all of you a little. It looks like Rondell inhaled some of Callum's truth powder. <laughs> I'll get the vomiting concoction ready. I love you all so much, I don't know where I'd be without you. Daisy, did you inhale truth powder too? No, I just like sharing. The six of us ran together, as one team to the end of the test. <laughs> I think we lost them. You alright, Era? I'm fine. My, my. They're a stronger team than the others, huh? A plus teamwork. Maybe we should try to separate- That was truly pathetic combat, Callum. You failed me time and time again. 
You have one last chance. So sorry, ma'am. Collecting jewels isn't enough anymore. We need those beasts. How else can I drill that into your skull? Please, Era. I have news. The spider... The spider came in with a new report earlier. I, I was going to tell you. Then talk. There's another who has the power of the beast. The, the night girl, Psy Great. She has the power of winter. Is that so? How interesting. <laughs> I was just waiting to confirm it myself. But the spider knows everything else that goes on in the tree. <laughs> I don't think he'd be wrong about this. And I don't know why he'd lie to us. <laughs> Plus, at this phase in the plan, he should be able to help us in our mission now. Does this mean we have a new target? Yes. Talia Wick. And now, Sigh Gray. Their reckoning will be swift and painful. The Realm Tree was created by Jumar Thompson and Julian Hermano, and is performed by voice artists all over the world. To show your support, please visit therealmtree.com and follow our socials. Thank you for listening, and tune in next time for Episode 20, Daybreak. <laughs> <laughs>